Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is your host, Sophia Renea Morales, and I am here today with a return guest, a fan favorite, Maya Zahira, is joining us again today. Uh, before I go into her full introduction, though, I would like to introduce you to an aspect of yourself. If you've listened to the show, you know that there is an amazing quiz out there that can introduce you to your set of spiritual superpowers. And... It doesn't take very long to go through and it gives you great insight into what it is you're here to do and the special gifts that you bring to the world because so often we take them for granted or don't recognize what they are because they just feel like breathing to us and we don't know that the rest of the world does not feel that way. So take a moment and give yourself the gift of taking the what is your number one spiritual superpower quiz and you can find that at superpowerquiz.us. And returning to the matter at hand, we have Maya Zahira with us today to talk about three dangerous myths about psychic protection. Maya has spent over 20 years offering feel-good spiritual services like Reiki, sacred dance retreats, drum circles, and more. But then seven years ago, she was swiftly catapulted into her current work in the field of psychic protection after surviving a severe psychic attack followed by a profound spiritual awakening. Maya is a visionary teacher, mystic, a spiritual mentor whose mission is to educate and empower truth seekers with the most powerful and effective methods for energetic self-care, spiritual empowerment, and psychic protection. She works with students and clients from all over the world via her online programs. And she's also the author of a second book that just came out actually on Amazon called The Psychic Attack Source Book, Understanding and Surviving the Unimaginable. Welcome, Maya. I'm so happy to have you here with me today. Sophia, it is such a pleasure to be back on your show. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's always so much fun to have these conversations with you. Ugh. So I I feel blessed that I get to do this on a regular basis and with people who are as amazing as you are. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think I want to kind of take the bull by the horns here because a lot of disinformation goes around in spiritual circles about things like psychic attack and, and protecting yourself and this sort of thing. And one of the biggies is if you learn anything about protecting yourself, you make yourself a target. Yes, and I think this is such an important topic that we're covering today. Because this belief that's so prevalent in the new age and spiritual world that if you think about it or talk about it, you draw it to you, that belief is, it actually puts people in danger because yeah, they it's, avoid it's like sticking your head in the sand. <laughs> yes. And so we definitely need to talk about that because it actually keeps people from learning vital and sometimes life-saving information um, because they're so busy putting their head in the sand. So let's dive in. Excellent. Let's do that. So what is your experience with this, 
this myth about um, if if you think about it, you're going to call it into your life. <laughs> Actually, I will be fully transparent and say that at this point, with everything that I've gone through in my life and spiritually and with paranormal and um, unwanted spiritual experiences, that that belief that if you think about it, you'll draw it to you. When I hear it parroted back to me so many times by so many people, I I honestly get triggered. Still, yeah. I'm working on healing <laughs> those triggers, but it's um, I do just being transparent here. I have a lot of frustration over it because I see how harmful it is, and I've just seen person after person after person who went out of their way to avoid looking at any of this stuff. And then unfortunately, they came across a situation in which they were the victim of a psychic attack, or some kind of crazy paranormal situation. And when that happened, they were completely unprepared. They didn't understand what was going on, because they didn't have any information ahead of time. And it was much more scary for them. It was much more traumatizing. And they also didn't have any information on the tools for how to resolve it quickly. So instead of resolving it quickly, they languished for months or even years dealing with unwanted spiritual activity. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a weed. It's easy to get rid of early on, but once it's got some roots in there. It, it can be really, really challenging. I think I was blessed in some ways coming into the spiritual world that I, I came in aware of, I wouldn't have called it psychic attack, but that there were um, energetic things that could happen to me uh, caused by other people. I, I hadn't really moved into like the spirit side of things, but I was aware that there was energetic stuff that could happen. And so I, when I awoke, I was already aware that this kind of energy stuff was there. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so I've always been kind of dialed into the protection side of things in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. So I I have to kind of count my blessings on that one. (laughs) That is a big blessing. I, I was... I was dialed in to that issue as well, even before I went through the major psychic attack that I experienced in 2016, I was already teaching my students about psychic protection and that it's important. But until I went through that personal mega boot camp of spiritual training in the field of psychic protection, when I went through all of that stuff, I didn't really understand all of all of the nuances and the tools. Yeah. Like well, I it did takes it after to a that. whole new level. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was laughing so hard. I was looking at a handout that I had created for one of my classes years ago. And the techniques for clearing and protection that were on the handout were very in line with what's really common nowadays. It was very fluffy, like just visualize white light around you burn sage, like all these things that uh, when people are going through major extreme circumstances, those methods are not strong enough. And that's actually 
getting into another one of our myths. Yeah. Well, and and I guess we'll we'll go down that road eventually here. So before we go down that road, define what exactly is psychic attack as opposed to like paranormal events. <laughs> okay. That's a great question. So in chapter one of my book, the psychic attack source book, I go into this in depth. So if you're more of a visual learner, then you can look to that later, but I'll go over it quickly now. So um, I actually break it up into four categories. And the first is a psychic attack that is unintentional sent by a person. So this first category, it is negative energy of some kind that's being sent to you by another person and it's unintentional. So they are not doing black magic. They're not sending a curse your way. Yeah. They're just upset with you basically. Yes. They're just upset with you. And the thing is emotions and thoughts are very powerful. And when someone is having a lot of charged emotions and they're about you, maybe they're jealous, maybe they're angry, whatever the reason, uh, someone who's sensitive is going to feel that. And it's going to be like poison arrows in your energy field. And then actually that kind of situation can then open you up and weaken your system to uh, like ghosts and paranormal circumstances. So it can build over time. So right. even if One there's can kind someone of allow the other to, to balloon, yes. it's, it's kind of yes. like going and getting really run down. And then, you know, you walk through the grocery store and you pick up the flu on the way through because you were run down when you went in. Exactly. And I'll, I'll zip through the other three categories here. So the, um, the next one is psychic attack an unintentional psychic attack caused by an entity. And this is where you might have a neutral or friendly ghost in your home or wherever you're working, wherever you're spending time. And the ghost, the entity, whatever kind of spiritual being it is, is not trying to harm the people in the home, but it has no other choice but to source energy off of people because that's how it survives. Yeah. So in that sense, there is this, uh, an energy drain, a psychic attack that's happening. And then the third category, the third and the fourth are intentional psychic attacks. Number three is intentional psychic attack by sent by a person. Mm-hmm. So the person is um, upset at you for some reason, and they are engaging in black magic of whatever flavor, or they're hiring a practitioner to do it on their behalf. Yes. And so it's on purpose and it is knowingly and willingly sending negative energy. And then the fourth category is a psychic attack intentionally sent by an entity. So this can be any kind of negative or malevolent spiritual being that is trying to cause harm toward a person, toward a living person. Yeah. All right. And so what is psychic protection then? All right. So psychic protection is actually something that everyone needs 
even if they're not going through a psychic attack. And another term that I like to use is energy management. Yes. So learning to manage your energy, not leak your energy all over the place. So you have healthy boundaries, you're maintaining where your energy is and where your energy ends and other people's energy starts. You're not um, and meshed with other things up from people. Yeah. Yes. And you know how to ground and you know how to connect with spiritual source, whatever, whatever that is for you. And you also know how to discharge any negative energies that you might have picked up just going through the day on this earth Mm -hmm. (laughs) or any of your own stuff, like any of your own triggers, emotions, et cetera, that might come up that need to be discharged and released. And psychic protection is something like, it's like brushing your teeth, taking a shower. It's like spiritual hygiene. I, I like that description of it. And in fact, I have a friend who teaches spiritual hygiene. Uh, to healers because there it's not a common information in the healing world and it should be right it's Mm -hmm. it's like a doctor not receiving information on scrubbing up before he goes into surgery (laughs) i know that's so that's so true and this information is so vital to healers and spiritual practitioners and and to everyone yeah well and i think of it as spiritual hygiene with a a component of like Krav Maga. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's like, yes, I know how to to maintain myself clean and healthy and in good condition. And if somebody jumps me, I can take the gun away from them. (laughs) Yes. And actually, I often when 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 people say, well, I don't want to look at that, I don't want to talk about psychic protection, because I'll draw it to me. Uh, I often use the analogy of martial arts or a um, personal protection class. A lot of times there are uh, uh, protection classes for women Mm -hmm. at martial arts studios. And if you go to a martial arts class, just because you enjoy the exercise, or maybe you just want to know how to protect yourself in case something happens, taking that martial arts class, does that mean that all of a sudden people are going to jump out from every direction and start attacking you everywhere you go simply because you are learning about protection? Yeah, it doesn't work that way. I, in my experience, it's the reverse. And yes, there's a, a friend of mine who he's a black belt in several different martial arts, like I couldn't tell you exactly which ones. It's not really my my deal, but um, he ha- he was. I think he said New York. He was going to go down into the subway to do something or other, and three guys stepped up and you know said, "Give us your wallet." And he didn't have any money in his wallet, and he didn't have time to mess around with these guys. And he looked at them and he said, "I have no money in my wallet." And they're like, give us your wallet. And he's like, okay, shit, I'm going to have to take these three guys out. And mentally, his mind shifted to, I'm going to have to defend myself. And these guys are going to end up injured. Uh, And he gave it one last shot. And he looked at them and he said, I have no money in my wallet. And something about that mental shift into the, I can 
definitely handle all three of you guys made them go, oh, okay, we'll just walk on down the road. Mm -hmm. And if he, he did not have that confidence and that ability to step into the I will really mess you up mode, um, mm -hmm. I think they probably would have tried to force him to give him the wallet. Mm -hmm. Yes, I think that is such a powerful story. And it shows that when you have the information, when you have the embodied knowledge, you know that you are able to protect yourself, whether it's walking along the street or whether it's spiritually you're less likely to have people or entities come along and bother you Randomly because you're not an easy you. target. <laughs> exactly. Right. Because you're right. putting off the vibe of I can handle myself. And guess mm -hmm. what? We're up on the first break already. Can you believe it? When we come back from the break, we're going to go through the entire list of myths at a okay. really quick high level. And then we're going to delve into some of them a little bit more deeply. But I would like to invite you, the listener who's with us today over the break, make a list of things you suspect might be myths about psychic protection. And uh, we'll compare lists when we return from the break. So hang with us. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Hey, beautiful soul, Sophia Renee Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to tellzofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. In a Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I'm still here with Maya Zahira, and we are discussing all things 
Well, not all things psychic protection. That would take more than an hour. We are busting some myths around psychic protection today. If you want all things psychic protection, you can start with her book and move on into her program. <laughs> and remind me of the book title again. Sure. The book title is The Psychic Attack Sourcebook, Understanding yeah. and Surviving the Unimaginable. And it is available on Amazon. Go get you some of that goodness. So mm -hmm. what are the myths, if you just wanted to list through them very quickly? Sure. I'm going to, for the sake of quickness, I'm just going to read right out of my book here, chapter two. So this is the list. Just burn sage. It will clear out everything negative. Just visualize white light in your aura. That will protect you from everything. If you call on Archangel Michael, nothing can ever harm you. Focus only on good energy so that nothing dark can ever touch you. Evil entities do not exist. Only people who are low vibration will attract psychic attack or entity issues. Everything is God's creation and everything is good. No one is allowed to impose on your free will or do anything to you without your consent. Spiritual beings cannot cause harm on the physical plane. This happened to you because you have negative karma. You obviously did something evil in a past life. Before this lifetime, you made a soul agreement to have this experience, so you chose this. Learning about psychic protection will literally cause evil spirits to attack you. If you encounter a malevolent entity, just send it love. Your loving energy will heal it. Only people who dabble with the dark will experience spiritual warfare. And that whole chapter is all about really diving into each of those myths and talking about what the actual truth is and what, yeah. what I've seen through working in the trenches of this field. Well, yeah, what happens is, you know, there's these myths floating around and then something happens to you and you end up with all this basically spiritual gaslighting is, is what that list is in a lot of ways. It's like, well, you must not be visualing your white light, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, and, and another thing that happens, and this happened to me when I went through my major upheaval in 2016, um, that when someone has those beliefs and then they go through a major spiritual warfare ordeal then they plummet into existential crisis of like oh, oh my gosh yes oh because my goodness. because i don't understand why this happened i was supposed to be protected at, at all times and so you start questioning all of your beliefs and so that actually adds to the the trauma of the actual right. attack well and then there's 
I, I think we lose track of, of what, what do I want to say? What can happen to us as a physical being as opposed to a spiritual being? Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times it's like, yeah, you're, you're protected. Your soul isn't going to be destroyed, but your physical body certainly can be. Mm -hmm. Well, um, and also aspects of your energy body can be damaged and deeply yeah, impacted. Exactly. And that can follow you into another life even. Mm -hmm. I've, I've certainly seen that with, with people. And yeah, so it, it is something to take very, very seriously. So let's go back to, well, if I have my white light, if I have Archangel Michael, if I have Jesus, if I have, you know, whatever, I, I'll be fine. What, what do you have to say to that? And what should you be reaching for perhaps instead? Okay, so... I think the first thing that I'll say is that ha working with Archangel Michael, working with Jesus, working with whatever spiritual allies. Quan Yin is actually really good. <laughs> is it's actually it's actually a really good thing. Yeah. To in my opinion, and I know some people choose to not work with any spiritual beings, and I totally respect that. Um, so, so they go like on the other end <laughs> of the extreme. But I think it's good to work to work with spiritual allies. But we need to move away from this simplistic view that it's almost like magical thinking, like yeah. like a Disney movie, like if I just do this one little thing, all everything will magically be extra special and wonderful all the time. And that's just not reality. But I do recommend for those who wish to work with spiritual allies, whether it's Archangel Michael or someone else, I recommend developing a close relationship with them. And one of the things that I recommend in my methods is to have a daily practice where you are not only grounding and discharging negative energy and doing your energy management, your, your energy hygiene, but also connecting with your spiritual allies. And it's kind of like um, the equivalent to if you moved to a new city and you never bothered to make any friends and you never left your house hardly ever. And so you had no connections, but then you decided to go drive somewhere in the middle of the night, your car breaks down and you have no one to call. Uh, or like maybe you met someone for like two minutes at a party. And yeah. so you call that person and, and they're like, no, I'm not coming to pick you up. Or like, you know, maybe they will, maybe they won't. Yeah. Uh, but that's like, if you don't have an established relationship with whoever it is that you're calling on, it really isn't as powerful. This well, is what I've seen over and over again. And the other thing I've discovered in my own work um, around spiritual protection is when you build that relationship, um, they will tell you what you need to do. The it's not just they'll make it go away. Unfortunately, it doesn't quite work that way. <laughs> you have to 
participate in your own defense. And I find that having that kind of a spiritual ally will provide you with the information you need in that moment, oftentimes, to get through that and moment. Exactly. And sometimes they will help to alert you when something is when something negative spiritually is trying to ramp up exactly. so that you can actually address it. And you've actually just listening to uh, your last comment reminded me to say something really important. And it's that in our world, it is so common that we are taught as children to defer authority to others that we think are more powerful than us, whether it's our guardian angels, whether it's some spiritual ally or whatever. Or our doctor, yes. <laughs> or our doctor, or, you know, when you were a kid, it was your teachers, your parents. And what I see this so often with spiritual seekers that they're constantly referring to their spirit guides or their angels or whatever for all of their guidance. And I want to really emphasize that number one person or being that you should be connecting with is yourself and your mm -hmm. own inner guidance. And you actually have the authority, you yourself have the authority to clear out any and all psychic attack, entity issues, black magic, et cetera, et cetera. And working with spiritual allies is just a bonus. It's supplemental. It's your, it's your support team because it is hard to carry all of life's burdens on your own. Yeah. But just remember you have, you have the power, you have the authority and the angels are not doing it for you. In fact, a lot of times they won't uh, jump in and protect you because you are supposed to learn the lesson to protect yourself. Well, and there's also free will, right? Uh, uh -huh. If they just jump in and handle everything without being asked, they're subverting your free will. And yes, and you're never going to learn how to be in your power. Yeah. Exactly so. And speaking of free will, it kind of brings us around to the whole bucket of topics of you brought this on yourself <laughs> by yes. whatever mechanism uh, the person judging you uh, feels that you've brought it on yourself. Right. Like you are clearly low vibe because only people who are low vibe would attract that kind of experience. Or you must have done something bad in a past life, so you have negative karma. Or on some level, you gave your consent, you agreed to be a victim. Or maybe you were dabbling with the dark. Maybe yes. you were doing some dark stuff, and you're just not admitting it. Here's my problem with all of those, those uh, myths, if you will. Um, they're all judgments, really of the person who's on the receiving end of this attack. Yes. And they all lack compassion because, yeah, I mean, there are soul contracts. Yes, there probably are reasons that our soul would choose to put us in one of these situations, but that doesn't make it any easier as a human to be in that situation. And it's certainly nothing that the personality that's embodied in the, in the body 
would ever choose to bring onto itself. So let's have some compassion here. Because even if it is something that was defined, what I want to say, was chosen and woven into your life plan, there's a good reason for it. You're going to develop some amazing stuff for having gone through it, but it does not make it easier as a person to go through it. And it actually makes it harder when other people come around and go, well, you know, it was just your karma. <laughs> Seriously? Mm -hmm. when, you're, mm -hmm. when you're hit by a bus, is that how you want me to respond to you when you're in the hospital? I don't think so. Yes, you bring up such an important point. And this is another thing <laughs> that I get frustrated about and, and um, trying to speak about it a lot and help bring more awareness. And it's this level of victim shaming and victim blaming in today's spiritual culture. And I'm going to assume the best about people here and say most of the time people mean well, the, the spiritual seeker, the friend, the spiritual healer, or whoever it is that you go to for advice when you're dealing with some of this crazy stuff, you know, they, they believe what they're saying and they believe that they're saying something beneficial to you, but it's actually completely unsupportive. It it, um, I know being on the receiving end of that and hearing my clients talk about how it has made them feel over the years when they've gone through these things, uh, it, makes, it makes us feel totally unheard and it makes us feel judged. And when you're going through something traumatic, so I'm talking about like the extreme end of these psychic attack situations, you're going through something traumatic one of the worst things that can happen is to be shamed for it or to feel unheard and unsupported because what you need is support, no matter what yeah. kind of trauma you're going through. Exactly. Well, and there is a time for what I want to say, reflection and, you know, what has this done for me? And there's a time for let's take care of the problem right now. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I, what I see a lot with those kind of situations is the person that you're talking with who's doing this, this judgment is unequipped to deal with the situation and wants to rush to the second stage, yes. which is after the dust has died down and okay, what, what has this cleared out for me? And as opposed to dealing with the first stage, which they don't understand and they're ill-equipped to deal with, and it makes them feel awkward. And yes, you bring up another really important point there that, that there actually are a lot of spiritual healers out there that, thank goodness, have never experienced any major spiritual warfare. So they don't have a way of relating to what their client is telling them. And so that's why like reading a book like the Psychic Attack Source book can help a practitioner to understand how this stuff works so that they can be better at holding space, holding a space of compassion and support for their clients. And maybe even being a source of some practical uh, information that will help. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
Absolutely. So we are actually blowing through our second break already. So I'm going to invite everyone who's joined us here today, we are so happy you're here with us, to spend some time around the list that you made compared to the list that you just heard now and see how many of those kind of crossed over and spend some time with your own um, thoughts and attitudes and judgments about what this is bringing up for you as we're having this conversation, because those emotions are always way showers for the things that you need to perhaps consider, work on, think about, or approach in a different way. So while you're doing that, we'll have our quick commercial break and we'll be right back. So hang with us. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827 and let me know. How has the show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you, and go out and live soul first. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Welcome back. Thank you for hanging in with us through the break. At least I hope you did, because we probably left y'all in a very uncomfortable position with some warm, fuzzy beliefs that you've had in the past. Um, and that can be really challenging. And I, I thank you for hanging around if you're experiencing that right now, because it's easy to go, well, I don't want to hear it and check out. So I'd like to acknowledge you hanging around for that. And since you have, we'd like to talk about, well, what do you do with those fears and discomforts when they come up and you realize that, well, just because I, I think shiny, happy thoughts all the time does not mean that I will be safe from this. So what do you recommend on that front, Maya? Yes. So I just want to affirm for everybody who's listening to this, who has had a few beliefs turn upside down here in this radio show today, that it's really only normal to experience a little bit of fear and a little bit of existential crisis. Like, oh my gosh, I like what I thought was true might not be true. 
And so then you feel a little bit vulnerable, like, well, like, oh my gosh, something could happen. And the answer or the, the solution to that is number one, honor whatever feelings are coming through for you. You can talk to a friend, you can write it down. I have a face, a free Facebook group called psychic protection sanctuary Facebook group. And that's a great place you can you can come to for there's a lot of wonderful information in that group, by the way. (laughs) Yes, it's just a great really positive. It's not all about dark stuff. We actually have a lot of fun in there too. Um, So honor your feelings. If you need support, get support. And then number two is educate yourself. The more you understand about how all of this spiritual stuff works, the more aware you are and the less likely anything will have a chance to actually um, build into an actual psychic attack. It's like you've, you've taken a, a safe driving course and you've done all the studying and the practice. And then when uh, you're on the highway and there's particularly bad traffic, then you end up not getting into an accident because you're prepared. Yes, beautiful. Well said, well said. I, th- I think the big question on my mind at this point um, is how would I know if I'm in a psychic attack? What are some of the signs that, that there is some kind of a psychic attack situation going on? Uh, yes. Yeah, so... I'll go over a few of the signs and symptoms today, and then you can actually read more about a more comprehensive list in my book, The Psychic Attack Sourcebook, in chapter one. And then at the end of the show, we're going to talk about a free gift that will list out all of those symptoms for you so you can take the quiz and find out if you're actually having this issue. But the first symptom that comes to mind is if you're having feelings of dread, or it feels like there's negative, dark energy around you. And it's especially if it seems to come on suddenly, you wake up one morning and things feel off, the energy feels really bad. Now, that doesn't mean that you're absolutely being attacked. It could mean just that we're going through Mercury retrograde. Yeah, or there's some other shift happening. Yes. Yes. It could be, you know, just that you're having a dip in your mood. Um, So I think the suddenness is really kind of important with that one. Yes. So if you start to feel that the energy is off, then that's a sign. And by the way, that yeah, is it's a, it's a sign to, to ask more questions, I would say. Yes. Right? Yes. And actually, if you notice that and you have some some intuitive tools that um, I actually teach in my first book, Darkness Disguised as Light, I teach several intuitive tools that you could tune in and discern yourself whether it it is some kind of negative energy and then use some of the tools in the psychic attack source book to clear it out right then that day. So it doesn't even turn into anything. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, a, a second so that, symptom. That's I'm like, sorry, go ahead. Oh, oh, I was going to say, so that's the first one. What's the second one? You were already going there. You don't even need <laughs> to prompt. Going right through. So the second one would be nightmares. Now, again, nightmares can be caused by a variety of things. You might be processing some past traumas or the, the events of your day, but it is very common when someone is under some type of psychic attack, whether it's negative energy from a person or an entity that a lot of times those signs will show up in your dreams. So if you're having nightmares, consider what the root of the nightmares might be. And, um, we, we want to take kind of a, a middle approach with these symptoms and not always assume that it's psychic attack and not always write it off and say, Oh, it's nothing. It's, it's nothing. nothing. Yeah. Cause well, when it, you going back to like yeah, physical yeah. health analogy, right? Yeah. I've got a headache and I've got, mm -hmm. I'm feeling a little funny. I might maybe have a fever. It doesn't get you to a diagnosis yet, but it tells you, you need to look more deeply. Right. Yes. Yes. And, and whether it's the health or the psychic attack situations, we don't want to jump into obsessing or paranoia about every little bump in the night, but we also don't want to ignore things because then if we ignore it or we just always assume, Oh, it's nothing. It's nothing. I'm making, I'm just, I'm just being too it's paranoid. I'm just not even, yeah. gonna, it's just my imagination then uh, it actually is something that has a chance to build. So actually yeah. a lot of these uh, spiritual energy hygiene types of things that, that I teach in the book and that you can, you can learn about spiritual hygiene in a lot of places as well. And just by doing your regular spiritual clearing and cleansing, doing a daily protocol that is going to help uh, ward off any kinds of issues, most issues that are going to try to ramp up. So it's not like it has to be something extreme in order for you to address it. Yeah. So what would be a third really common symptom? So you mentioned something about illness in your analogy, and that actually can be a symptom of psychic attack a sudden onset of illness and an actual uh, known illness or a mystery illness. So here's where it gets complicated because as human beings, it's normal to sometimes get sick. It's normal yes. to sometimes have a headache. It's normal to, for even major health issues to occur. And it doesn't necessarily mean there's a psychic attack, but when we consider all of the factors and we look at what the energy is feeling like in our world, and we, we look for any other symptoms that of psychic attack, then we might start to think maybe there is something spiritual behind this sudden, um, upper respiratory infection that seemed to come out of nowhere and I can't get rid of it. 
Yeah. Or this like terrible headache or, or even serious illnesses can sometimes have spiritual causes. And so that's something that we need to consider. So what I'm hearing is it's kind of a constellation of things that all come into the consideration. Is there a particular symptom that's like really a hallmark of a psychic attack? Well, I kind of have two answers to that. The first is that every psychic attack is different. So there's not going to be one hallmark symptom that's like, yes, you definitely are experiencing a psychic attack. But there is one particular symptom that if you're experiencing this, it's a no-brainer. There's definitely negative spiritual activity going on. And that is if you are experiencing actual paranormal activity in your home or around your physical um, presence, like if there are things being thrown around the room, <laughs> that some and there's some, no one some, else there. Some right, some invisible source is is throwing things around the room or even touching you, um, striking you. Like there are really extreme things like that that can happen when there's an an unseen force. That's really obvious. There's absolutely something going on there. And, uh, but we need to remember that there are a lot of psychic attack situations. For example, when someone is sending us negative energy or, or jealousy, it might not show up as paranormal activity. Yeah. It could show up as your energy field is being siphoned and you're more tired because this person is sending you hate. Yeah, exactly. And so, and, and that's actually why I created the quiz that we'll talk about in a little bit. Well, it helps and, you and see that list. And we probably are going to need to seg into that because we're down to like okay. the last few minutes of the show. Great. But what would be one tool you would you would suggest someone to reach for if they're looking at their constellation of symptoms? They've taken the quiz and it's like, holy crap! I think this really is a psychic yes. attack situation. Yes. So if we're going to hit it with an emergency tool, just one thing you can grab, I'm going to recommend something. I know not everyone can use it because some people are sensitive to fragrances, but this is the number one tool that I'd recommend. And it is to burn frankincense resin. And there are instructions for that in my book. And in case you don't already know how to do it, but it's important to not just buy frankincense perfume incense sticks. You need actual frankincense. Yes, now, the real if you're resin, dealing with not, a major, yeah, right. If you're dealing with a major paranormal or psychic attack issue, especially if it's been going on for a while, just, just burning frankincense is going to give you a bit of relief, but it's not going to completely resolve the issue most of the time. So there's a whole comprehensive way to clear out an attack. And that's actually what you'll find in the final chapter, step by step, what to do. Exactly. It's kind of like hitting your attacker in the nuts and running. <laughs> you, you may not have completely resolved yes. the information, but you've bought yourself some time. <laughs> 
Exactly. So, and, and it's really important to, to give yourself a little bit of relief so you can um, have the ability to figure out what to do next. Yeah, exactly. So in the yeah. last two minutes that we have here, uh, how do they find the book? How do they find the quiz? And how do they find you? Okay. So you can find my second book and my first book on Amazon and the Psychic Attack Sourcebook, Understanding and Surviving the Unimaginable, is available in paperback and Kindle, uh, as well as my first book. And you can just type in my name, Maya Zahira, and you'll find my books on Amazon. And then this free quiz that we've been talking about to see the whole list of symptoms of psychic attack and do an evaluation. And even if you don't feel like you're under attack now, it's great to have that list in your back pocket in case you ever need to refer to it. And you can get that at my website, which is www.psychicprotectionsanctuary.com. And just put your email into the newsletter sign-up box and then you'll get an email with that quiz. Awesome. And I think there was a third thing you were asking yeah, me for. Yeah, how to reach you directly if somebody's like, I just need professional help now. All right. So the best place to go to is my website, psychicprotectionsanctuary.com. There's a lot of information on there. And there's also a page called Work With Maya. And you click on that and you can see what what are the ways that you can currently work with me? And also remember, there's the free Facebook group. If you want some support right away, that is the Facebook group is called Psychic Protection Sanctuary. And so those are a few different ways you can reach out to me. Beautiful. Thank you so much for joining me on this show today. I really appreciate you coming and and sharing, debunking the myths in this really important uh important as aspect of spirituality. So important. Thank you so much for having me on. And thank you to everyone who joined us here today. I really appreciate your love and support that you've given me through the years, and I hope I've given you an equal amount of love and support as we've gone through this time together as well. I would love to hear from you what your experience has been with the show, what you like about it, what you don't like about it, what you'd like to see on the show, who you might want to see me talk to. I love all of that. Please send it my way. I can be reached at askzofia, A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A, at transformationspace.co. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week, right here 